Welcome to Love and Justice, episode 20. Quick note about our next episode. Once again, we're going to be deviating from our quote-unquote main content to bring you another totally awesome filler episode with an equally awesome guest, Amanda Miller or Amanda C. Miller or Amanda Celine Miller. She's credited as all of those things. But most importantly, she's credited as the voice of Sailor Jupiter in the new Viz dub. Because she is. And she's a longtime Sailor Moon fan, so we're mostly just going to talk about that. But we also touch on episodes 49 and 55 of the 90s anime, both of which are Jupiter-centric. They're also both available dubbed on Hulu right now, so you should totally go watch them and listen to Amanda. But... Listen to this episode of the podcast first, which covers episode 20 of Sailor Moon Crystal, act 20 of the manga, and episode 83 of the 90s anime. Oddly enough, the 90s anime decided to squeeze part of the plot of the next act of the manga into the last 10 minutes of this episode. And while these 10 minutes did feature the same story of Usagi being abducted by Prince Demond, the manga, shockingly, did not feature Tuxedo Mask soaring to her rescue on a hang glider. Like weird yeah, comedies like too. Goof. I want him and Christopher Maloney to do a wedding. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Yes. I just want Christopher Maloney to be in things so I can watch it. I know right. he's great. Saint Stabler, may he watch over us with his steely gaze <laughs> and his his boxer briefs from seasons one and two. <laughs> and his, his butt is amazing. He was in his underpants so much in mm. the early seasons. They made sure to get him shirtless quite often. Mm. They were trying to market Maloney as yeah. like, and it worked. You know yeah. who else ends up shirtless quite often oh, is really? Mamoru. Yep. <laughs> even <laughs> even weirdly enough in this episode of Sailor Moon Crystal where when he passed out on the floor his shirt was mysteriously open. It's the same rule of <laughs> physics that makes shirts on cute hire at the fence club just fly open. Oh, I understand. <laughs> are, you a, are you a pretty boy in an anime? Guess what? No, more, no shirt. No more shirts. No shirt for you. No more buttons on your shirt. <laughs> no more buttons. Yes. That so, has got a nice chest. He does for drawing. A nice animated chest. <laughs> a nice animated chest. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am a creep. <laughs> like Demond? Yes. Oh, man, Demond. Holy oh my moly. God. I mean, like... In both the episode of Sailor Moon Crystal and the manga act we're going to talk about, which is 20, and also the episode of the 90s anime that we're going to talk about, which is 83, holy moly is Demond a creeper. Like, yep. Getting all up in the personal space bubble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big time. Big time. So these two episodes kind <laughs> of followed the same storyline. Um... I mean, sort of. I just remembered what happens. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just remembered what happened. I was like, "Yep, we're talking about some episodes," right? And then, and then it all came back. They're like in the Crystal Palace, and we get the backstory of how everything went down in the Summer Millennium. (laughs) 
Don't even spoil it. Let's <laughs> no, get there. No. Let's go now on this I'm journey. I'm not even sure. Uh, I, I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. you'll know I'll when get we get there. there what we're laughing about right now. All right. Okay. So uh, episode 20 of Sailor Moon Crystal opens up with them in the palace where we left off. And episode 83 of the 90s anime opens up with them actually arriving in the palace? Question mark. They're at the, well, they were like in the they're on They're on the outskirts of town. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're I, in the gardens, but then they're in the palace. To me, yeah, to me what it yeah, looked yeah. like in episode 83 of the 90s anime where they're kind of wandering amongst those randomly spaced pillars that are maybe meant to represent the ruins of the Crystal Palace. Uh, to me, it looks like they're wandering through the ruins and they get to the part that's okay. Chibiusa sees it and runs the other way. <laughs> It wasn't, but they don't really make it clear what direction she's running. No, she just runs. She runs off. She runs in a direction. I thought she was running to the palace. Emma thought she was running away from things. The only thing we can definitely agree is that in a a silent city where everyone's dead and our enemies could be anywhere, the best way to respond to a child running away is to shout her her name. name. Everybody starts screaming at the top of your lungs and running around. Nobody really chases after her or anything. Just just start yelling a lot because it's not like there are people who right. might want to find her and right. or you and kill you all. Right. Yeah. So she straight up disappears instead of disappears sort of because she's kind of hiding near her dad, like yeah. in, in uh, the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal. And then after she disappears is when we do actually see King Endymion in the <laughs> 90s animation. Uh, all right. So... They're in the garden thing. Yeah. It's all foggy. Yeah. He comes out of that fog <laughs> in a purple suit. That, that looking like, literally... And you know what? I'm happy because in the manga, it is, it's a purple no, suit. They, and they, they describe it. But he comes out of that fog in that purple fucking suit like fucking prince in purple it's, rain. <laughs> I mean, I did write down that suit is purple. Well, but he, he's he's Prince from Purple Rain. Yeah, he is. Prince, the artist formerly known as. Well, in Purple Rain, he was still he was Prince. Still Prince yeah. I mean, the, it was what, before he was the, the one artist. thing that would have made this purple outfit complete was if he had that really purple bitchin' purple good, uh, motorcycle. Ooh. Uh, like, Mamoru drove a bitchin' motorcycle. That's what I'm nice. saying. See, it's all, he just wants to be Prince. He just wants to be Prince. Yep. He just wants to be Prince. I, yeah, that I wrote, suit was intense. Oh my god, now he, every time I listen to Prince, I'm just going to think about Mamoru. <laughs> but it was like the Scooby-Doo universe version of Prince. Because he yeah. comes out of the fog in the same way that when like, like Shaggy... Like Old Man Withers comes yeah, out when, of the... When, no, when, totally. uh, when Shaggy gets separated from everyone else and Old Man Withers wanders out of the fog and they go <laughs> zoinks. Yeah. It, it was sort of that type of entrance to me. It was like, don't go near the abandoned amusement park <laughs> slash crystal palace. Not only that, but immediately it goes into that flash forward slash back because yeah. in the future uh, that Usagi and Mamoru have where basically King Endymion tells them that on the day they get married, bad shit. Bad happens. shit's gonna go down. But I feel like, which is very confusing because it shows pictures of their very contemporary wedding, past wedding. Yeah, it's not a neo Crystal Tokyo nope, wedding. No. Nope. And he's like, "Your marriage will destroy everything." And I'm like, literally nothing that yeah. has happened to Crystal Tokyo is based on, on this, this marriage. But, yeah. but the thing is, I think that that was supposed to be the disaster that destroyed the Earth. That 
caused the creation of Crystal Tokyo oh. and, and the neo world we live in okay. in the 30th century. Have you noticed that we can't have a party without bad things happening? We to can't. Us? Nope, not at all. We can't you have a ball. We cancel, can't have a wedding. Cancel all parties. In the Don't Sailor Moon just universe. become a Jehovah's Witness. If Don't that, have any of if them. If somebody tries to bring birthday cake to your workplace, Run. punch them in the <laughs> face before the cake arrives. Yep. <laughs> yep. Maybe burn the bakery down just to be like, Real Extra safe. safe yeah. Well, and then this this mysterious ghost prince that comes <laughs> out of the fog proceeds to act one hundred percent like a villain who is setting a trap and no, is not actually pr- totally, King Amdibian. Absolutely, one hundred percent behaving as though this he is, is a bad guy. I mean, they ask him about Chibiusa, and he's like, "Don't She's in worry, a safe place. I've got her in a safe place." Like, it's so shitty. Top, top men are dealing with this. <laughs> Well, it's, very, it's very Vincent. Men. It's very Vincent Price. Like, yeah. I've got her in a safe place. No, I mean, and I mean, this is something that we we all had moments. I think when we were watching Petite Etrangere, the musical that encompasses this storyline, where we thought, "Oh no, that's not Sailor Pluto. That's a droid." Just, just kidding. It's it's King Andamian who's the droid. None of them were droids. No, but it really feels like yeah. in this episode that he is a bad guy. This is a trap. Yeah. It feels like it. It set this up. The whole episode is set up as if you are about to watch everyone yeah. walk into a trap. And this isn't really King Endymion. I know. And the, 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 the twist is there is no trap. He's 100% sincere. But everything he does is so menacing. It's, you know, it, it's almost. <laughs> it, it, it. It's just. Yeah. He really. He says, come with me. Yeah. Chibiusa is in a safe place. Follow me. Come into this spooky, dark room with, like, lasers in the floor. Yeah. Just stand in the middle of the room. Why? Just do it. That's fine. Where's Chibiusa? She emerges out of the floor. That was so weird. weird. And she's unconscious. Yeah. It's it's almost as if. Like, she was sedated. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if this vision we're seeing of King Endymion is not the real King Endymion, but the real King Endymion is the one who's telling Mamoru and Usagi, like, don't get married, guys. Bad stuff's going to happen on the day that you do. Maybe if you don't, like, things are going to be fine. Like, I just can't figure out at what point Shibiusa uh, fell asleep and or passed out because she ran away. It's been maybe 10 minutes. I do not know. Why would she be on a bed hidden in the floor? Yeah. Yeah. That rises up out. That's a trap. That is a villain. That's trap shit. Yeah. It's trap things. Very James Bond villain. It's trappy trap trap No, it's totally true. It's trap town. It's it's, trap town USA. so different than the really lovely, sincere baffled and overwhelmed kind of King Endymion that we see in Sailor Moon Crystal and in the manga where Chibiusa goes to embrace him and goes right through him. Yeah. Now, in the 90s, they mentioned he's a hologram. But in Crystal, it's as he's, if, he's basically like, I'm a Jedi ghost. I think he's he's like astral projecting. Yeah. That was a thing in Valkyrie Profile that a lot of the mages could do is like they could go to sleep and like send their dream spirits. Right. Like it, Jinora. Yeah. It very, yeah. Like Jinora. Absolutely. In uh, in Legend of Korra. That, yeah. That's totally how I saw but, it. But basically he's like, I'm a Jedi ghost. Don't yeah, worry I mean, about it. Yeah. I mean, he don't did. Worry, he did. Say, but he did say, he didn't say don't worry about it though. He said yeah. in this... I can't, uh, this form isn't corporeal. Right. My body is in a coma elsewhere. This is, this is all that's left of me now. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure that the sequence in the 90s, when they, when they meet 
King Endymion. Instead of like a beautiful Grecian like hall. Yeah. It's this like seizure light it, show. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. So like I watched it. No, no, no. I watched it again because I was so confused by this episode of the 90s anime that I had to watch it twice. It was pure exposition and his exposition made things worse. It was yes. terrible. When I was watching it again, I was watching it in the TV in my room in the darkness and I had to close my eyes during this scene because it was just... I was like, it was like watching I, DBZ at it's night. It's like, oh my gosh, seizures. Like, this is why children in Japan had seizures in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he... His explanation for what happened was so strange because he's like, yep, your mom's, your, you know, your mother is in a coma and, and she's in this crystal. Mm-hmm. And the reason she's in the crystal is not because she made the crystal. Uh, it's because the senshi realized she was going to get hit with like a, a laser beam. So they froze her in a crystal. None of them have crystal yeah, powers. Yeah, I was going to say, none of them have had crystal powers. Ever. And also, they're all... So the senshi in Crystal and in the manga took a direct hit when they yeah. were defending the uh, Crystal Palace from the attack of the Dark Moon during the invasion. In the 90s anime, they're all, like, standing around a pillar, yeah. projecting their energy yeah, to protect the city. They're comatose projecting? I don't really know. I don't know either. Exactly what is happening. And why, if they were trying to... They, they can't do shit combined without the queen so their no. way of protecting her and the palace is to freeze her in a crystal where she can't help them yeah yeah, yeah exactly it doesn't make any sense because in the manga and in sailor moon crystal the crystal the just crystal enveloped her yeah the it, crystal decided to be like the airbag it was like oh no yeah bears boom crystal yeah like none of them. Why would they choose to envelop her in the in a crystal if yeah. they knew she was the only one who could use the silver crystal, which was the only thing that could defeat the malefic black crystal? I don't know. I uh, I have no explanation. These are only it's a few of the questions that are for this episode by the nineties anime. Yeah, it was very very strange. Uh, anyway, um, so let's talk a little more about the first encounter with King Endymion in in episode twenty of Crystal and Act Twenty of the manga, which which parallels a slightly later scene where where they find Chibiusa has been sedated or something in the nineties anime, yeah. where King Endymion because basically the order of how things happen. In the 90s anime, King Endymion tells them how everything went down first and then tells them, oh, P.S., we're your future future selves, this is your daughter. In in, uh, the manga and Crystal, it's the opposite. He's like, hey, welcome to your future. Right. (laughs) I didn't really want you to see a terrible future like this, but sorry. Our bad. I would have cleaned first, but, you know, apocalypses. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what can you do? Uh... I would like to point out that when King Endymion reveals... To, well, first of all, I really liked when Chibiusa introduced herself by her full name in her very, like, formal princess <laughs> Which way. reminded me of that joke you made that one time of, like, my mom's name, my mom's name, my mom's name. Nickname based on my Nickname mom's name. Nickname based on my mom's name. Small lady. Small lady. <laughs> <laughs> it basically was that, though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it really, really is. Um, and also, we got a really cute thing of of Endymion being like, "I hope she hasn't been too much trouble." Mm. She's kind of spoiled around here, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, uh, like we're I acknowledging that. that she's kind of a shit, yeah. Well, and I and I love 
too that you just see that King Endymion is still Mamoru. Yeah. He still really dotes on his daughter. He's such a dad. He's such a dad. <laughs> and that she like, she, she steps in line when he's like, introduce yourself nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah. Okay, dad. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, I also loved the scene where he revealed to them that she was their daughter oh, from the yeah. future. And to anyone who thought that they only made out in the last episode, that reaction that the two of them had, that subtle side glance, and then they looked away from each other, they clearly banged. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, is that? Oh, oh no. Did we make Did that, we make that? Yeah. And then not, not <laughs> only just that, but the fact that standing between them <laughs> in Crystal is Venus, and she does like the Montel Williams <laughs> like, oh, Oh, oh. <laughs> she well, does. She I totally puts it together. I also love that Usagi just can't stop making the shocked noise of like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah. Yeah, Omamaru <laughs> was making a shocked noise too. Both of them were just like, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to put my head between my knees. I need uh, to sit down. We're going we're gonna to have to get a bigger orphan apartment. I'm going to have to get a crib. Uh-huh. Do we make this last night or do we have time? Do we have time? When does this happen? You got a timeline for me? Well, which is exactly what Ray says in the 90s anime. Ugh. Barf. She gets mad about them being together. Like, yeah. I mean, get, get over it. it. I know. At this point, you Girl. should be... Beyond that. I mean, by this point, you know that they were, like, married-ish. In the past. In the past. <laughs> and, like... Married-ish. And now they're, you know, the reincarnated... So, like, they, they are soulmates across time and space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. It's just gonna be fine. Uh, yeah, they're... I felt like they're... Again, it, it's like... <laughs> Again, it goes back to just lower stakes in the 90s anime where they didn't seem to quite have the impact when he revealed to them that Chibiusa was their daughter. They got the hot, blushy red faces and sweat drops and all the other Sailor Senshi had something to say about it. But it didn't, it wasn't quite as, there had, it wasn't as scandalous. There hadn't like, been a sex scene. Yeah, there wasn't, there right. was, and there wasn't the implication of, oh, this means that we banged. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, oh, cooties, oh, that's a embarrassing. Yeah, Ew, everyone's yeah. gonna know. Uh, you gave me a hickey, child. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, then uh, either before or after this, depending on the version that you're talking about, King and Demian explains exactly what went down in the 30th century. Uh, interesting to note, Diana, not present in the 90s anime, that's right, not at all, doesn't show up until Superus. Super yeah. Weird. I love, I love when Diana's like, "Oh yeah, hi mom, hi dad." I know. And like, Everybody gets a future baby. Yeah, I feel you like a baby. You get a baby. I feel like on the inside, Minako's like, "Am I about to get a future baby? <laughs> I'm not ready for that." <laughs> like I, I must. Some, as some it like, stands, I would some, be a single mom. I some, don't know if I can. Some gross, creepy dude opens the door and she's like, "Oh no!" And he's like, oh, no. "Did someone order a pizza?" And she's like, "Oh thank oh, God." My God. <laughs> oh, it's my pizza from the future. That's oh, true. it's my pizza. From the future, Ooh. I thought this was gonna be my child. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Though something we did bring up on the uh, After Buzz show was that if Luna and Artemis are cats, should I mean if they are cats, uh, 
there's a question of whether or not they're gay. Uh, if they're cat-shaped aliens or if they work by cat, the biological cat, oh, rules. Cat, okay, of no, that's valid. They have a litter. Like, shouldn't there be a Diana and like maybe uh, an Apollo? Yeah. And other. Uh, <laughs> you want to you want to go full nerd and name them all for us? Yeah, uh, like Diana and Apollo and whatever Apollo's Roman name was. <laughs> Diana Diana is the Roman, the Roman goddess name of the moon. for Artemis. The goddess for of the moon Artemis? for Artemis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but Apollo's the sun, so that wouldn't be rel- that wouldn't. But be- it's but it's it is uh, Diana's brother or Artemis's brother, right? Yeah, I'm just there could be a. Her- I'm just wondering yeah, if they, there could be a. Well, Hercules. no, I'm just wondering if they were if they're all moon there names could be, because there could it could be a Selene, Luna, Artemis, Diana. It's yeah. all moon related. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like it could be the actual brother. It could of be a character, Orion. Orion. We yeah, we're just we're just gonna throw out some great welcome, mythological welcome names. to welcome to mythology talk. <laughs> no, but you're right. Like they should technically have a litter. They should technically have a litter. But Diana's real cute. Maybe she Diana is. ate them all in the womb. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she did change eye colors between she the last episode did. and this episode. I didn't even notice until our, our fan tweeted that. Yeah. Yep. Had no clue. Yep. She's cute. Yep. I like She's that real cute. cute. She's cute. She's got a cute voice. She's cute introducing herself to her parents. I like her. Tiny little gray cat. She's precious. So let's talk about the different uh, ways that everything went down in Crystal Tokyo. First of all, I would like to point out that even though King Endymion does not have a solid form in... The- in Crystal, he is still able to use touchscreens. <laughs> uh, I completely... Mm, I yep. didn't even I didn't yep. think about they it. They, like, magically teleport. Well, they seem to teleport. I don't think they teleport. I think they just did their dramatic cape swish as a scene transition yeah. instead of showing them all walking to the computer room. But he does. He uses a touchscreen to activate a, oh. a, a holographic slideshow, essentially, get- of what happened to Crystal right. I didn't even catch it. Yeah. Uh, I did... When they were like, he doesn't have a reflection, mm. I just started cracking. Dracula! I was like, oh my god, he's an actual Dracula! He is Dracula! Dracula! Yes! It's finally happening! So good. I wrote down that he yeah. he's a terrifying mm. lavender ghost. So in <laughs> uh, the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, here is basically what went down. Everyone was living real happily mm. in Crystal Tokyo. It looked to me like the 30th century kind of had a Waterworld situation going on, yeah. but they did it a lot better than Waterworld. It's like Orlando, Florida, but in the brochure. <laughs> yeah. Not in real life. Not in real life. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, so they, it looked like they had all these floating civilizations, not fortresses mm-hmm. made out of sheet metal, which, right. as you all know, floats. Very well. <laughs> and doesn't rust and or anything. Apart. No. Right. No. Perfect thing to build your, your water oh, although, homes oh, out of. Water although world. if the filming of Waterworld taught us anything, it's that uh, they might not float, but they can sure catch fire and burn <laughs> down mid-filming. Yikes. Uh, Look it up, kids. Uh, anyway, so t- Crystal Tokyo looked like it was it was real nice. It was like so nice. the 30th century was a great time, mm-hmm. and something something did go down. They didn't really specify in the the manga or in Crystal exactly what went down. Right. They tried to specify yeah, in the night, which I didn't I didn't mind too much. I I mean, an ice age sounds ridiculous, but I I like the the idea of like a catastrophic yeah. event happened. Yeah, and so and we fought many battles, and, and finally we won. Right. 
Yeah. And I, then from I liked that, that as well. Came Crystal Tokyo. Yeah, I liked that as well. Yeah. I think that's the implication in the manga and Crystal. They just don't really get into yeah. it. They, you know, they really want to leave something open for people to write fan fiction about. <laughs> um, so then the, okay. So I don't know if this was just a translation thing between Crystal and the manga, or if the story of Nemesis in the Black Moon is actually legitimately different in Sailor Moon Crystal than it is in the manga. So in the manga, they explain that, okay, so they took over and it's Crystal Tokyo times. Everyone's happy. Everyone's obtained the power of the crystal. Everyone's starting to get these long, wonderful lifetimes. People who don't agree with that and who are still bad guys are banished to Nemesis, the 10th planet. Awkward, because mm-hmm. Pluto's not a planet anymore. Right. So. No, Pluto's back. Pluto's back? Pluto's been back for a while. Oh, they brought Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Pluto. Thank you, Pluto. I'm so they, glad. They brought it back. Also, the Brontosaurus <clears throat> is back. Uh, oh. It is? Yep. Oh, man. I got to keep up on my science and yeah, stop right. watching TV. Well, they... <laughs> in Crystal, they <clears throat> said one rogue dude Correct. got banished. Correct. Okay. So that's where it's... Di- so I, as I say, this may just be a translation okay. error. Yeah. So in the manga translation that I read... It basically said that criminals were punished were punished by being banished to Nemesis. Okay, it's Scientology, and oh that God. and that the Black Moon Clan were the descendants of the people oh. who'd been banished to Nemesis. Ooh, it's like Australia. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's Australia. So that kind of changes totally what I was thinking. That's yeah. way different, right? So in Crystal, it was a lone criminal, <coughs> wise man, yeah, banished Duh. to Nemesis. Uh, and that the Black Moon Clan were dissenters. They were more like the people of Earth during the Silver Millennium yeah. who were like, Moon Kingdom, we don't like your bullshit so and your long lives. Here's what I was, well, here's what I was wondering, mm-hmm. which I'm going to try to explain it as mm-hmm. clearly as I can. Uh, the Black Moon Clan, mm-hmm. especially if you go off mm-hmm. of the Petit Etranger mm-hmm. um, way of things. Mm-hmm. Do they have long lifespans? Oh, yeah, was, yeah. Because I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, every, everybody on Earth. Okay. Yeah, King so Endymion then, says everyone on Earth has so pretty much inherited then, the powers of the crystal. Then they are pissed. Yeah. They didn't want the long lifespans. Uh-huh. So that it, that motivates Saphir even more now. Yeah, I mean. To do what he did. In exactly. Well, Does I mean, that make sense? Yeah, sort of. I'm trying not to spoil to, it because we're going to talk about it. To me. Save in it, this, and, and this is this is gonna get pretty nerdy for a second. Uh, to me, in Crystal, the Black Moon Clan is like the uh, Oppositio Senshi in Sailor Moon, another story, the RPG for uh, Super Nintendo. That basically they were also supposed to be like rogue people living in Crystal Tokyo that mm. didn't agree with the the lifestyle of the neo 30th century magical happy ways. Right. And they were influenced by uh I wrote the name down. You were all sheep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sheep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, they they and they were they were influenced by Opsu who was uh, essentially their equivalent of wise man and then you had a lot of other similar characters like for example uh sin who was the opposite to for usagi and sailor moon 
is essentially Diamond. And then she had a little brother character, which was Anshar, which would be Saphir, who we've already seen has some problems. It's not that he has problems with the ideals of his family. It's that he's got some problems with wise man. Right. And, he, and Sin definitely had, uh, Sin's little brother, Anshar, also had some issues with Apsu. It seems like Saphir thinks that he and his people have could figure out the best way to go about things, but this wise man jerk showed up. Totally. And it's not their show anymore. Yeah. They're like, we are pawns, mm-hmm. and Damon doesn't see it because he's mm-hmm. spending yeah. all his time in his room looking at pictures of the girl who friend-zoned him. Oh. Yeah. No, not around a lot in the in Crystal so far. Not so far, but you but you already see a lot of scenes where uh he is in showing a little disagreement right. with Demond and and that he's definitely a little leery of right. wise man. But whereas in the 90s he's just wine He's so Freaking whiny. What is going on with his voice? I don't know. In the 90s anime. He's all weaselly. It's terrible. He's got a bad voice. Esmerode is rubbing her face on a fan. Constantly. 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 She She gets so mad in this episode that she throws her fan. And apparently fans short out holograms. Holograms? Yeah. (laughs) Jinx, you owe me a Coke. No, I don't. Uh, You're right. Well, (laughs) you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, no matter what the backstory of the Black Moon clan is, everything was happy. The queen would just rule from her palace all the time. She barely ever left. And one day she goes running out in a panic. What happened? We don't really know yet. But the Black Moon clan showed up and the evil black tower which looks sort of like the dark crystal from the dark crystal yeah. uh, versus the white crystal which the white crystal palace which looks like the healed dark crystal <laughs> or the palace of like the skexies but when it's healed yeah. and good um shows up and uh they there's a battle the queen gets encased in the silver crystal the senshi all take a direct hit and so does king endymion they all end up in a coma only diana and shibiusa are spared And so I liked a lot in it. So in the manga, they talk about how he when how King Endymion and the queen would tell the princess little little small lady Chibiusa Serenity about the about Sailor Moon. Moon, I liked that in Sailor Moon Crystal, they really specified we used to tell her stories about when her mom was Sailor Moon Mm -hmm. because that wasn't very clear in the manga. And she clearly wasn't surprised. Like she clearly knew that. Her parent, like, that yeah. Sailor Moon was her mom. And it explains why she was, like, glomming on to Mamaru. Totally. Up. Totally. Because she's totally a daddy's girl. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, it's dad, but I can't tell him that he's dad. Because right. he yeah. is, but he isn't. Yeah, so, exactly. Well, I like that in Sailor Moon Crystal, they kind of imply that it's mostly Mamaru telling the story. Yeah, that it was, which, it's King. Well, actually, in the 90s anime, they didn't, they didn't insinuate that Queen Serenity was involved at all. They straight up just, he says, I, I used to her. tell her stories about Sailor Moon. Not about... The fact that it was her yeah. mom or anything, but I she liked didn't it. know. I like that it's Endymion telling stories about it because it's yeah. like, your mom is the bestest and yeah. she's so great uh, and powerful. Yeah, and no, it, it was great. I loved it. She can do anything. Yeah. Like, nobody <laughs> loves Sailor Moon as much as Mamaru loves Sailor Moon. I know. It's true. I if love only it. they would talk to each other and she could see that. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah, a lot of communication issues in this episode. Uh, anyway... So in the 90s anime, I liked that they 
had a little more backstory about how we got to the world as we know it, which, by the way, looked completely different in the 90s anime. This was not a utopian water no. world paradise. It looked like... Oh, I don't know. Really, I mean, but like it was like this. it was like neon and super eighties looking. Just like it looked like they lived in one gigantic city that spanned the entire population of the earth. It was dumb. Yeah, it, it didn't look it didn't look as nice as as uh, the thirtieth century in Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, not enough parks. Yeah. Also, I'm not. How are the schools though? <laughs> I'm also not totally sure what happened <laughs> in the battle in the like when the Dark Moon Clan showed up in right. the 90s. Anime. The I mean, oh, in the that's 90s, that's because they didn't tell us. Oh, great, fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the weird sport ships things show well, up in the 90s anime. They then... also, in terms of Nemesis, because Nemesis still exists in the 90s anime, and they say again it's Tenth Planet. Uh, what was interesting in the 90s anime is that unlike in the manga where it was like Australia and they were banishing criminals there, which is kind of questionable, but I kind of like them going there. Um, In this version, in the 90s anime, they say that the people who didn't agree with the lifestyles elected to go there. Right, they just left. Yeah, they just... (laughs) Which sounds like a polite way of saying we put them on a one-way ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we kindly put them you on the... You have two choices. Crystal I Tokyo Transportation. You, mm-hmm. Or we send you to Nemesis. Yep. Voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> Voluntarily? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just... It's very unclear, except what is clear is that the Sailor Senji invoke a power they have never had before. Right. To confusingly encase the queen in a crystal so that she herself cannot use her own crystal to maybe save everybody. So great job, guys. Also, what happened to King Endymion? We never actually see his body. Yeah, we don't see his body. Well, that's because in the 90s, we don't talk about Mm. death. Even when, like... that's right. Yeah. That's right. We can't see corpses. That's that's why Mm -hmm. the Senshi are, like, hugging a crystal Mm -hmm. in Kumbaya pose. And that's why he is... And that's why we don't even see the body of the queen. We see a hologram We don't see his body or her body. Yeah. Yeah. You're never in a room that is, like, a a room with bodies in it. No. It's that seizure hologram. Yep. Yeah, unlike in Sailor Moon Crystal, where we spent the whole first part of this in the chamber with the queen encased in the Silver Crystal, which obviously grew around her because it saw no other out and needed to protect her, because we've seen that happen before, and I forget that that didn't happen in the 90s anime. That is not how the fight with Queen Metalia went down in the Mm. 90s anime at all. Um, So anyway... This is where the two plot lines start to completely oh, deviate. Oh, so did. let's talk about Crystal first, because uh, <laughs> it's really lovely. Um, so uh, they are they in Crystal Tokyo in the future. Usagi starts to disappear because she's oh, too yeah. close We're, to her future we are, self. We are Marty McFly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I wrote down that um, uh, Mamoru need, uh, Marty needs to go back in time to make Mamoru and yeah. Serenity kiss at the prom. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so she starts to disappear. In Crystal, Mamoru starts to disappear too. Yeah. That didn't happen in the manga. It was just her in the manga. And I can sort of see the argument for it either way because mm-hmm. so... 
they're obviously both in the direct presence of their future selves, but Mamoru arguably isn't because he's just in the astral projection presence of his future self. Right. So unless that, in Crystal, my argument is that must obviously have some effect because he starts to disappear too. In right. the manga, it doesn't because he doesn't start to disappear because his body and Sailor Venus's body, as we see later, are are laying in the same chamber. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but I, I, I liked them starting to disappear. And so King Endymion's like, listen, y'all got to get out of here. Or this is going to be getting too it's, crazy. This is going to be too, yeah. it's too crazy. It's too confusing with too many it's people in one place. It's going to get too real. Yeah. So um, we're going to stroll on over uh, to Yeah. And well, but he tells them, please, you know, Chibiusa, you got to go back. You can't stay here yet. Can you keep fighting on your own and help everybody? Which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, I mean, he, yes, he does ask them to protect his daughter, but he also has some faith in her. Yeah. Which I thought was really nice to see. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, so then they're like, okay, we're going to go see Sailor Pluto. And he's like, Pluto, listen, key to time. I know it's usually a problem, but, like, we need one. So mm-hmm. give it to Sailor Moon now. And he goes off on a just beautiful praise yeah. train which, of Sailor Pluto. Which I like because, you know, in Petite Estrangere, they uh, hint that, that she's, she's in love, in love with him. him. Mm-hmm. And so that whole bit, she gets all like blushing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there it, it is. It is absolutely my understanding that that, though people debate that, my understanding is that is absolutely what Nako Takeuchi intended. She used to do in the manga these little doodles mm. and she would write notes on them about the characters. Yeah. And there is one of Sailor Pluto where she says that she liked the idea of her having this like dark secret fantasy about the king and being a bit of an adulteress. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, she spent a lot of time alone. She's got yeah. daydreaming time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I work at a desk. I have plenty of time to think weird shit. Yeah. She's yeah. trapped alone for all of eternity. Yeah. She's got time to think some weird thoughts. She can there have some is. naughty daydreams. Yeah. And I mean, as far as we know, too, like King Endymion's the only dude she's really had contact with. Yeah. So, eh, I think it's legit. I'm all right with it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so then they all go back to the past and with a key in tow now. So they'll be able to travel through time whenever they want. And I loved the scene of them getting back and Sailor Venus being like, huh, great. We ended up just restarted. This is so great, guys. We're back in the past now. Guys, what do you think? <laughs> You're on me. <laughs> She's sitting on a cushion of all of her friends who have fallen on the cold hard ground. <laughs> <laughs> and they all complain that she's heavy. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And like, it's all right. It's I know. Don't let it happen again. I know. I loved too when uh, Tuxedo Mask was talking to Chibiusa and she, and he asked her if she is okay. And she goes, yeah, she was really heavy, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Sailor Moon is like, all right, Chibiusa, let's go home. And Tuxedo Mask is like, no, I'll, I'll take care of her. She's my responsibility. I, I promise I'll look after her. And Sailor Moon gets real mad. Which I, I still don't like the jealousy stuff. I don't care who does it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't like it. it. You know, I, to, it doesn't, it could have bothered me. It doesn't bother me because... 
what it boils down to is she's really mad at Mamoru, not at Chibiusa. No, I know that. I mean, and I, at first I was on board with the argument mm-hmm. of like, wait, we're going to drop everything? We, we're not going to rescue our friends? We're just going to drop everything? Yeah. For this little girl? But then she goes... And you pick her over me. And that's when I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't. I, I don't they, but I also feel like they did kind of, the. I, I didn't like that. I was like, uh, no. But I did like the line where when she gets home, she says something to the effect of, why didn't he say, we can take Let, her? Yes, let's protect her together. Yeah. That, I mean, that. Which I thought was an. A clarification that made it, like, bother me less. I was I, like, oh, okay, this is, like, she's worried. No, I, I totally agree. She's not part of the team. Yes, mm. that that that's absolutely true. Because I remember reading this in the manga for the first time also being like, mm. But it, I felt in, it, and she says it's it in the manga, not, too. It's still not my favorite but thing. But I feel, but like, I hate it, it I feel like in Sailor Moon Crystal, though, they really drove it home of her being upset that they were not a team. Yeah. That they weren't working together. And and this is something that um, we talked about on the After Buzz show of this as well. And that somebody brought up was that they disagreed with us about Mamoru in, in this. That he was kind of being lame by choosing to defend, you know, take Chibiusa home on his own. I said that I thought, all right, like he, you know, she found out she can't use her silver. She wasn't able to attack in the future. Mm-hmm. He's trying to. Let her rest and give her some space, but that's not what she wants. She wants to be united and and be a family, essentially, because she just found out that uh, they are one. Right. And it is somewhat natural, actually, that Mamoru does take such an interest in Chibiusa because you have to remember that Mamoru, in this incarnation, in this lifetime, as far as he knows... His parents died when uh, he was five, and he has no memory of his family. Right, he's an orphan. Yeah. So this is, like, his first family ever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And at this point, he and Usagi aren't married. They're not a family. Yeah. So just because they're going to be one in the future doesn't make them one right now. And he sees Chibiusa, who's already taken such a shine to him, and naturally... He just latches on to that. Mm-hmm. Well, also, she's a child that's gone through a traumatic mm-hmm. event. And he was a child who yeah. went through a traumatic event. And he also just has a naturally nurturing sort of personality. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <clears throat> I didn't hate it. I hated it less in Crystal 2 than in the manga. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. It just, the, the mm-hmm. tiny little mm-hmm. detail bothered yeah. me. It irked me, uh, but it irked me less when she complained about the fact that it wasn't a we. Like, mm-hmm. we're not making decisions as a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yep. I'm 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 slightly less. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. And so Chibiusa is aware of the fact that and the thing is that I, I feel like Chibiusa is actually the one person who is not at fault here. It's all about Mamaru and Usagi not communicating with each other. Like right. I didn't get the impression that Chibiusa was gonna say no to Usagi wanting no, to take her no. home. Mamaru just volunteered, and so she kind of naturally went right. with him, and she didn't really have a say in any of this. And, well, she runs away in the middle of the night because mom and dad are fighting, and it's weird. Um, it was such a horrible mm-hmm. idea. It's like, girl, mm-hmm. why are you coming here by yourself? No, but Don't. she... But, I mean, part of it was, you know, she did want to go back to the future, but she also has a, a, a really special relationship with Sailor Pluto. Because mm-hmm. the two of them don't have... They're both kind of loners. Yeah. You know, Pluto has this very lonely, very important job to 
defend the gates of time for all of eternity. And Chibiusa is the child of the most powerful people in the universe who has no powers. So tough gig. Yep. So I think that she and and Sailor Pluto really bond over that. And that was I thought it was a really cute moment between the two of them where she comes to Pluto at the gates of time. And Pluto's like, uh, where are Sailor Moon and Sailor Venus? Not that I'm not happy to see you, but this is maybe not a good idea. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but Sailor Pluto, you said you'd always be friends and you're the only friend I'll ever need. It's cute. Yeah. I, it, I have a lot of feelings yeah. about this episode and I sobbed relationship is nice. a lot in the next scene. Um, one, one really nice piece of animation I thought actually in, in Sailor Moon Crystal was that when they first went back to the earth and uh, to the er, the present day earth and Sailor Moon got upset about the fact that Tuxedo Mask was choosing Chibiusa over her, she got, uh, there was this nice moment of her kind of twitching and looking down and it was just like the shadow of her bangs over her eyes. And we saw that repeated again in the scene in the chamber here where Chibiusa goes and looks upon the comatose bodies of all of the Sailor Senshi and her dad and her mom. And when he's watching her talk to her mom saying, mom, what do I do? How do I don't tell me how to make you open your eyes really upsetting and uh and and you see king endymion with the same animation with the cane and the you know scepter in his hand just quivering and yeah and he's (sighs) just really upset about it and can we can we also talk about the fact that diana Mm -hmm. oh i know first of all there's an aside when you first meet her where chibiusa says i knew you wouldn't leave your parents and i was like oh but we haven't met them oh no we don't see them here yeah. and you wouldn't leave them. And then we see her like curled up, like everything's okay. Like she's just like having a nap with the bodies of her parents. I That's know. like it's like if Simba would constantly revisit the corpse of Mufasa yeah. and yeah. like take a nap with you know, like really, really it's like, sad. I'm I'm standing vigil over the bodies of my parents. Hi, I'm an adorable kitten. Ugh. I know. Uh, so then, uh, Esmerode shows up in a previous scene. <laughs> I actually really liked the scene of, uh, Prince Demond looking at the hologram like he often yeah. does of Queen Serenity because he's obsessed with her in a very creepy and inappropriate way. Uh, and, uh, Esmerode is watching him watch her, basically. Yeah. And Rubius shows up and <laughs> he basically is like, what you doing, Esmerode? Creeper. <laughs> like, totally. Like, but then, he, but he then he like the older being a creeper. Now he they're totally the like brother thing, and sister. Where he's like, boo. Yeah. Are they are they all related? Uh, just Saphir and Demond. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I got the, I kind of got the impression they was like, "What are you doing, you big old creep?" Yeah. Also, you look real nice there. Oh, I I didn't get that. I just got brother and sister vibe from that. Not sexual oh, tension. I think I think he wants I to bang. I could go either way. <laughs> I'm also the person who is the only person on the Transformers panel who gets sexual tension between two of the characters that everybody else think are brother and sister. Meanwhile, I ship them hardcore. Oh, well, nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so. So in, in that scene, Esmerode offers to demand, oh, let me use the power that Wise Man gave she me. She reveals these really giant 
creepy monster arms. hands. She's like, I've got monster hand powers, but they're mm-hmm. like bigger than normal hands. Yeah, they're yeah. Big, creepy. They're big old monster. Yeah, hands. and they morph too. She's like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> in Reed the scene, in this scene where she shows up and attacks Chibiusa with them. And uh, she, you know, extends the arm and is let. She kidnaps Shibusa in, in the grasp of the hands, and basically says to her, "Oh, uh, you know, use you." She's such a taunt. She taunts she's everybody. So yeah, she's mm-hmm. the worst. She's kind of a dick. She really is. Yeah, and she shows up and is like, "Use that power that you inherited from your mom. Just, just go on and show it to me." <laughs> Like, come on, use your powers. All those powers you have. Look at those. Where are your great powers? <laughs> Powerball. Yeah, but she don't, she don't have any. Uh, and then, fortunately, the rest of the team shows up. They transport through time, and they use the key, and they all show up. Though part of me, even though I knew from reading the manga, of course, that it was going to be Sailor Moon and Venus and Tuxedo Mask that showed up to save her, there is always this little tiny part of me that's like, ah, I wish Sailor Pluto would just oh, come I through know. the gates of time thought, and save her. I thought right. that was going to go down too, but, yeah. but no. But I didn't hate how it went down, especially because anytime Venus uses Love Me Chain and it fucking destroys stuff, Smacks it's the awesome. shit out of people. Yeah, yeah and so Venus rescues uh, Chibiusa from the clutches of Esmerode, but then they uh, Sailor Moon tries to nuke her with Moon Princess Elation. Of course, she can't use it because she has a vision of little Chibiusa telling her, oh, the you know the silver crystal from the past only worked in the past, et cetera, et cetera. Her technology is not compatible. Nah, nope. I, I'm almost in the impression that it's like two silver crystals in one time cancel each other out. That's huh. sort of, that's sort of the feeling I get. I don't think that that's really true, but I think that's interesting. That's what I thought. Um, it's a, I, th- I think it, there's as much merit to it as anything else. Yeah. And, uh, and then they, uh, get trapped in the clutches of Esmeralda. She's like draining their energy. It's real bad. Nobody knows what's going to happen. How are we going to get out of this one? Fortunately, Jedi Ghost King Endymion shows up and he <laughs> and Tuxedo Mask double team La Smoking Bomber. So cool. So it's great. cool. And Esmerode gets killed. And this is, uh, it's just, is this the first, mm-hmm. this is the first Smoking Bomber fatality? Well, he technically, in combination with Venus, killed the Bull brothers in the last episode because she used Love Me Chain to oh, ensnare right. them and then right. he blasted them. You're right. But, you know, much as... This is his first big boss. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's by true. Himself. I'm oh, proud, by himself. I'm proud of him. Uh, Maybe much- got some experience points. Much as, uh, it, it, you know, th- this is a show that's very much about the ladies and ladies kicking butt... Uh, I don't mind that uh, that uh, Mamoru gets to take the credit for this one because he's played a supportive role for a long time. Yeah. Time for him to shine a little bit. Exactly. But only momentarily because then Prince Damon shows up. And he uh, goes, hey, check it out. It's that girl. Looks like my my girlfriend. Yoink. <laughs> yeah. Biggest creeper You're ever. not girlfriend, Prince Damon. <laughs> like, please remember, you are not in a relationship. No, I don't, no. I don't follow you. <laughs> I've got the poster at my house. I tried to, like, attack I got that, the hologram her. in my bedroom. That means we're in a relationship, We're totally right? in love. Yeah, completely. Yeah, we're in love. She yeah. just won't admit it yet. Yeah. Uh, and he, yeah, he he opens the eye on the middle of his forehead and entrances Usagi and kidnaps her. Yep. And that's where the episode ends. And that's actually where the 90s anime episode picks up. Yeah. Uh, Basically, the 90s anime in the end, instead of having the drama with them going back to the past and 
Sailor Moon getting upset about Chibiusa and Mamoru and then her running off, uh, Chibiusa that is, running off on her own, they kind of tell the plot of the next episode, uh, what will be the next episode of Crystal and the next act of the manga in 10 minutes. Uh, So it's very, very strange. So basically they find out Chibiusa is your daughter. Weird, awkward. That means we're going to have sex. But nah, she's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And then Prince Devon just mati- and bear in mind, Chibiusa is passed out right. through all of this. Right. She's unconscious. She's asleep. for no reason. Yeah, she's unconscious, and Sailor Moon is carrying her. And she s- wasn't in a fight. No, she didn't use no. a power and pass out. No, she was fully awake, running down a path in a town that she knows very well, yeah. looking for her parents, and then she's just having nap time. Just yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe she accidentally drank her own sedative bottle this time. <laughs> maybe. There you go. Instead she of tripped and fell on the sedative Putting it bottle. in other people's well, tea. My favorite thing about Damond coming to capture Chibusa is that mm-hmm. when he's in his creeper lair, mm-hmm. uh, he's all like, you take care of this. Yeah. Like, go find Rabbit. Handle it. Yeah. So he gets to where they are, though. And Chibius is there, and he tries to take them both. Yeah. But he loses her, and he's like, well, I'll be back for you. (laughs) And he takes Usagi instead, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Well, the the girl is your number one priority. Yeah. But we're not going to take her right now? he says the girl, this is my interpretation, I feel like he says Chibiusa is his number one priority, so as to... Sort of disguise his complete obsession with Sailor Moon from his cohorts. I don't know. That's Pro- my theory. Probably, a, probably a loose theory, like, and yep, uh, giving rabbit. giving the nineties anime too much credit. But yeah. and anyway, he then does. We end up in that that villain what trope that we love so much. The hell is happening here? That dress. Whose dress is that? Uh, it, unclear. Do you think he made that? Mm, uh, Do you think he like made the dress? I have this weird feeling in Petite Etrangere he does say that he made that dress for or had it made for her. I feel like that dude. So yeah, like maybe yeah. he's like sewing it and talking <laughs> to the hologram at the same time. Like oh they're actually a couple. Like he's like, hey. babe, it's going to be so great. I'm making you this new dress. <laughs> hey. Oh, babe, thanks for making me a dress. I know I'm a pretty great boyfriend. I think you're a really good kisser. Oh, stop it, babe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, then, don't come in here. Don't come in here. And then when he goes into that room and she's in that dress he tells her that this room is yours to do with as you please yeah yeah or as i please was the subtext of that for real though this scene was a little less rapey than the equivalent in the musical petite tranche but still really i was still it was still pretty rapey i was very uncomfortable by the fact that when they would Mm. animate him to have his seduction face he had Mm. the same smile as um the pre-evil face Chucky doll from the <laughs> like when he's the good guy doll yeah. and he's got that little like weird half yeah. smile in the box. It's like the same weird doll half smile when he's trying to hit on <laughs> Serenity. And I'm like, yeah. ditch the smile. Mm. It's not helping. Well, and the weird thing is. Oh, is- and the eye is like constant. Like he's always yeah. using the eyeball. It's not like. Uh, it shows up a when I'm going to do reveal. something really dramatic. Yeah. It's just like always like, it's just like chilling. Bloop, bloop. Like it's just chilling on his forehead. <laughs> to me, like Demond is crazy with lust 
and very misguided in the manga in a crystal in the 90s anime he's just straight up insane yeah. like yeah he's, he's totally nuts yeah he's like, like he was hey insane girl. before he went on this neo queen serenity right. path yeah. like hey girl I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up all on that zero gravity rapey train yeah and yeah, he makes her float mm-hmm. and then he floats up there and, and then, then he's and gonna, like, like manhandles her and then he's yeah. gonna smooch on her and she's like, I don't want to, no. It's and so he's uncomfortable. Like, yeah. No means yes, because yeah. I'm a creep. I did like that when she initially got kidnapped by Prince Demond that Endymion wanted to just drop everything and go rescue her. Or Tuxedo Mask wanted to drop everything and go yeah. rescue her specifically. I, I don't know. I thought it was, especially because in Crystal and in... Uh, the manga, we're seeing so many like communication issues between them. And it's like, just talk to each other. Talk about your feelings. I promise you're on the same page. You just got to talk it out. Get it together, teenagers. Uh, That it it was nice to see like just that confirmation in the, in the tuxedo mask of the nineties anime where it's like, no, she is absolutely the most important thing to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, he (laughs) was, He wants to drive everything and go rescue her. And King and the hologram of King Endymion goes, don't worry. I got this. <laughs> and then there's clearly a scene on the cutting room floor of them in like the back shed opening a door and him being like, so this is where all our outdoors equipment is. What do you want? Some skis? No, nah, skis aren't going to help. Oh, oh we got a slip and slide. <laughs> no, slip and slide's not going to help. Oh, I got this. I got this hang glider. <laughs> Sweet. That could do. That Sweet. could do. Yeah. So I folks, what? folks, stop a moment. Stop what you're doing. Tuxedo mask mm-hmm. flies off on a hang glider wow. to find Sailor Moon. Because I guess he assumes she's sitting on top of buildings being held by King Kong. <laughs> so I had during the second when he rescued her with the hang glider and everything, mm-hmm. I had looked down for a second <laughs> to take notes. And then when I look up. All I see is like the far away silhouette of them flying off. And I was like, he's finally done it. He's ascended to ultimate Dracula because now he's flying. But then, uh, but then, you know, after, after he takes her back to the weird ghost garden pavilion place, like the hang glider is is right next to them when, Mm. when they're talking. And I was like, oh, I'm disappointed that he's not like a Dracula. What did you call it just now? Ultimate Dracula? The ultimate level of Draculatum? Yes. Ultimate Dracula. Ultimate level of Draculatum. Ultimate Dracula shows up. Yeah. uh, Oh, and, oh, and he, um. All of his gadgets mm-hmm. are like something that the Joker could have from Tim yes. Batman. Yeah. Because he also, his his way of saving Sailor Moon mm-hmm. from Demand is he points his cane and, and it extends. It does yeah. this extendo cane have, routine. We've never seen it do that before. It does not do it because it doesn't fucking do that. Right. No. Nope. And this, so this is, they just decided that that was a thing it did all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, they decided that in order to really be the hero in this episode, Tuxedo Mask was going to need some new powers. But like, why bother with something like, I don't know, Tuxedo Smoking, smoking Bomber, Bomber and that's attack actually, he already had. That's actually useful. The source material. But I mean, yeah. who needs that when you have infinite roses? And hang gliders <laughs> and a stretchy cane. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so literally, uh, he just like baps Demond with the extendo cane. Yeah. Swooshes in and rescues her, and then the two of them glide away to safety. Uh, Whatever. 
But meanwhile, right before she gets abducted, King Endymion has told the two of them that in order to, like, conquer the Black Moon Clan, they need to work on their bond of love. Oh, yeah. Basically, like, stop being broken up, you dicks. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, I think... They got. Are they back yeah, together? Yeah, they're, ba- they're back together at this I point. I never know. I anymore. never know. It's really unclear in the '90s anime because they behave exactly the same way whether or not they are together, mm-hmm. uh, which alternates between really cute and Mamoru being a dick. Right. Um. And, yeah. And so, uh, to me, when he said that, I was like, "Really? No, that's your great tactic, and then your g- great plan to rescue Sailor Moon as a hang glider." Also, when he comes in to rescue her, his monologue that like he throws the rose, mm-hmm. right? And then he comes out and he does his usual little monologue spiel. Mm-hmm. His monologue actually like made sense though and was relevant wow. to the situation. Which hardly ever happens. That's his other power yeah. that he got. But this time he was all like, You're using your power to force yourself on a girl and that is completely unacceptable. And I was like, oh, You're actually saying <gasps> things that, that are relevant. Right. Yeah. Um I got very, very excited because if you will remember in our last uh, episode of this, mm-hmm. uh, we I, I mentioned that I thought the 90s experience was like soaring over California. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. yeah. Really For those of you who have not. Again, have not been mm-hmm. to Disney's California Adventure or ridden Soarin' Over California. There is actually a scene where a hang glider zooms past you and says, woohoo. So this is just further proof that this could be a ride. And <laughs> instead of instead of uh, that woohoo guy, you would get tuxedo, tuxedo mask, mask yeah. zipping along. In so, also, like, it's not like a moped no, where you just learn is, how to drive no, a hang glider. Like, no, this is a straight up hang glider. There's like, no motor. No. no. No, I don't. Yeah. It's not attached he, You can't decide that, where it goes in the somehow, city. Somehow Tuxedo Mask, like, got on top of a very tall mountain and, like, glided down to Prince Damon's tower. And yeah. was able to go the specific direction he wanted on the currents of air that existed. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like... <laughs> Is that, I know that like Nemesis and Earth of the Future are sort of becoming one, but like, was that, are we to believe that he hang glided from the Earth to Nemesis somehow? Um, <laughs> oh man. I don't know where, I don't know where anyone I thought, is. I thought at this point they might have just taken up residence in. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's sort of the thing, but like the thing is that anytime Chibiusa travels through time in the 90s anime, they refer to it as somebody's accessing nemesis. So I think. Right. They have kind of merged into one, but that still doesn't change the fact that he obviously had to leap off of a very tall surface. Yes. <laughs> unless, unless future King Endymion has a plane, which. I would uh, or a helicopter. I would not and put it past him since he drove three buses simultaneously in the past. <laughs> he should have just brought one of those buses. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then we have a really cute scene where um, Esmerode is seething about. Things. Oh, I liked this scene a lot, actually. And Saphir is like, "I know what you're up to," and she's like, "What? Huh?" What? Huh? What? Huh? Well, because and she's about to like spill the beans, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You hate Sailor Moon too." Yeah. This is about revenge, and she's like, "Uh, 
Yup. That's totally. Ex- that's totally. Oh, ooh, I hate her well, so much. The thing is, they they do both hate Sailor Moon because basically, Esmeralda was in a position where she she could have attacked them and gone after them, but yeah. she didn't because she doesn't want Sailor Moon to be around Prince Damon, which is, Saphir doesn't either. They both hate Sailor Moon. Right. Uh, I think Esmeralda Dem- hates it more because she's in the '90s. She's super jealous. So yeah. It's Personal yeah, totally. Thing. Well, and I, and the thing is that it's like Saphir hates her because he feels like his brother's obsession with her has changed his brother into yeah. a, into something awful. Ooh, fairly accurate. But it also um, could be the mysterious cloaked zombie man. In the well, corner. there there is that. But Esmeralda hates her because she's in love with Demond. Right. And That's, that is mommy. <laughs> Keep your mitts off my mouth. Yeah. And then uh, Mamoru and Usagi are back in the Crystal Palace and they have a conversation about how they need to strengthen their love bond. They make out and it starts snowing. Yeah. Is it snow? I mean, it is has this to like be. winter is coming? Is this like Game of Thrones? Uh, like- yeah. And then like John yeah. show John Snow, Snow just, just like busts up, up out yeah. of nowhere and there's like dire wolves and <laughs> some giants and crazy wildlings on the wall and Yeah, I wasn't oh, sure about that snow. Was she up. hasn't read book 5 yet. <laughs> Uh, whoops. Way to go. <laughs> you just spoiled the Sailor Moon plot twist from book five. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. Sorry, guys. Uh, if you haven't read Game of Thrones, you don't know that it actually is a Sailor Moon crossover. It's it's all secretly been leading up to Sailor Moon fan fiction crossover. George R. R. Martin's a huge fan. <laughs> now I'm upset. I'm so, so sorry. So a little trivia. At about, least you don't know about uh, the Raptors. Oh, no. Uh, trivia about this episode before we uh, totally wrap it up. Um, so there was a 19 uh, an 1898 illustration by Alphonse Musha, which provided the inspiration for the dress that Usagi wore when she was held captive. So oh. again, uh, Naoko Takeuchi, uh, and th- this dress is in the manga too. Yeah. And she often like steals the, the images uh, in high fashion things for nice. her manga yeah. and uses them artistically. Uh this episode revealed that Mamoru and Usagi were Queen Serenity and King Endymion. Chibiusa was their daughter. Duh. Uh, as King Endymion told the Sailor Senshi about the invasion of the Black Moon, uh, this is awkward, Neo-Queen Serenity was shown with the Black Moon symbol on her forehead instead of her normal crescent moon. Whoops. Oops. Uh, that's kind of like something you shouldn't have done. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, that almost implies that she was taken from the Black Moon clan to become the queen, and maybe mm. she and Demond really are soulmates. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, and then uh, when King Endymion told the Sailor Senshi uh, about how he used to tell his daughter stories of the legendary soldier Sailor Moon, she had her little hair clips in her hair like she has in the manga that she doesn't have in the 90s anime. She gets them eventually when she's like Eternal Sailor Moon. Oh, the little, um, the little flare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when she turns into Super Sailor Moon, she finally gets the little hair clips, the little, yeah. the little feathery hair clips. Mm. But she doesn't have them in the '90s anime at this point. And and I mean, you could argue like, yeah, but by the time she was Sailor Moon in those flashbacks, she could have had them. But we haven't seen the updated version of the Sailor Senshi costumes, even as they're all standing back to back, projecting. Pillars of light to you keep saw, the earth whatever. alive. Yeah, don't, don't. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> they actually thought this out. No, yeah, they didn't. No. Uh, yeah, that was for sure a uh, animation error. So yeah, <laughs> that's about all I've got. You guys have any 
thing you want to add? Any deep concerns about this episode? Um, I think that uh, children don't think that you can just jump off of things and hang glide wherever you want. Yeah, no, that's not that, no. that's not gonna work out. It's actually incredibly mm-hmm. complicated. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. That's there. There, I've contributed hang glider safety <laughs> tips for all all of our listeners who wow. are we're seriously considering taking up amateur hang gliding tomorrow. <laughs> it's not all pieces don't do of it. cream, kids. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, don't do it's it. Bad. Kelby, anything you want to add? Um. No. <laughs> nope. All speechless. Right. No, not speechless. Just uh, this is ridiculous. And there's really nothing I can say to point out anymore that it's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, don't grope girls at zero gravity. Don't grope them on the ground either. Just don't grope girls. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to advise against uh, generating holographic images of people you're experiencing, experiencing a deep, unrequited love for. It does, mm. it does bad things to a person. Really bad. You might, like, grow a third eye and start... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe Hanging just get a zombies. poster of like a, a great TV show. Yeah. Put that on your wall. Get a Dawson's Creek poster. <laughs> <laughs> you can just cry every night. <laughs> I don't want to wait for all us to be over. I'm in with a black oh moon <laughs> Oh, no. This is going to conclude this episode of Love and Justice, a super serious Sailor Moon podcast. Lola. That's me. Where are you on in the world? What's going on with your life? Where in the <laughs> world with Carmen San Diego? <laughs> um, I am on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, anywhere that there is an unwinona, I am that unwinona. Find it, add it. That's me. Say hi. I'll probably say hi back. Nice. Kelby. I'm on Twitter at Real Femininity. And then I'm on Tumblr and Instagram as Femininity. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I am Emma Fife. All of my social media things are Emma Fife. Any social media site where you would expect to find an Emma Fife, you might find one. That's that's probably me, uh, except for uh, Tumblr, where I am almost a palindrome. Uh, also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast mm-hmm. in the iTunes store. That way you get episodes as soon as they come out. Uh, instead of having to wait for them to show up in the iTunes store. You can also find them on our Podbean site as well. Uh, you can also uh, get in touch with us by tweeting at us, Love and Justice. Our Twitter handle is at LNJPod. That's letter L as in love. Letter N encompassing the entire word of and. That is N as in Nancy and J as in justice. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr as Love and Justice Pod, where Love and Justice Series Sailor Moon Podcast on Facebook. And you can also email us at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com if you hate social media, but you still want to talk to us because we want to talk to you. We want to hear all about your lives. We love you. We've, we've gotten some great love from our fans as of late emails, tweets, Facebook posts, the whole thing. It makes us happy. It does. It makes us really happy to know that there are people out there who are listening to our podcast and appreciate what we do because we did this to fill the void of lack of super interesting, fun Sailor Moon podcasts, at least from our perspective. And we're glad to know that there are other people who are are on board with us and yeah. uh, and like having the conversations we yeah. like having. 
It's and like we're all in the same room and we're all best friends. Exactly. And best friends write reviews for their <laughs> best friends. Best friends write great reviews for their friends. I know. Just putting that out there. I know. There. At the time we're recording this, we do have six reviews on <gasps> iTunes. Six whole reviews. Whoa. That's so many more than five. I know. We've been we've been rated nine times and Aww. six people who rated us also left us reviews. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Was that great. makes us blush. Mm-hmm. And then little petals fly past our and faces. And then there's just like sparkles and, and shoulder yeah. bubbles feathers everywhere. get in your eyes. It's real awkward. It's, it's the hard. radio. Yeah. <laughs> I, pr- I dare you to prove it's not true. <laughs> it's true. So thank you so much for joining us, guys, and for tuning in every time we have a new episode. And uh, we'll talk to you all again very soon. I miss you already. Bye. Bye.